The shaded trails around Amador's Lake Tabo are quiet, except for the birds. It's a local favorite for hiking and fishing, but for the last two years, it's been the site of something special and sad, a community gathering for people suicide leaves behind. That's a group of runners at a suicide awareness 5K earlier this year. They're catching up, gossiping, sharing summer plans. It's what you'd expect from family, friends, and neighbors who have known each other for decades. And they're remembering Rory Louderback Stratton, an Amador High graduate who killed herself three years ago. She was 23. Her friend, Kayla Blankenheim, organizes this annual springtime tribute. She says she doesn't want suicide to keep getting brushed under the rug, only to resurface with the next preventable tragedy. She wasn't the first person that I'd known to commit suicide. My uncle killed himself when I was little, and just in general, this town has had a lot of mental health problems. Um, so I decided that I was going to start just an awareness walk for her. In a city, a suicide walk might not raise an eyebrow. But it marks a shift out here, where locals say there's been a history of denial around depression and other mental health issues. And that's led to a lack of potentially life-saving services. I met Kayla at Amador High, where she and Rory went to school. We walked past blue metal benches to the large courtyard where they used to hang out. This is the quad. We spent a lot of time. We mainly sat at this bench, or that table, <laughs> most of the time. Um, just studying or chatting? Just hanging out, really, <laughs> lunchtime and whatnot, if we weren't leaving to go to lunch. Um, straight ahead. Rory was popular, studious, and athletic, the kind of kid no one would expect to kill themselves. Kayla says her death sort of forced the town to realize that people all around them are suffering, even if they don't seem to be on the outside. Sometimes I feel like I almost worry myself a little more just because I know that people are struggling, and sometimes you really can't can't even tell that they're struggling. And a loss like that, one that seems to come out of nowhere, it lingers. I still think about it almost daily. I don't think that that's something that you ever really, I didn't know that it would affect me like that. I wasn't, I had never really dealt with anything like that. I still don't even know if that's normal to think about it all the time. I've talked a lot about why people keep suicidal thoughts quiet and why loved ones aren't looking for signs. So this time, I'm going to introduce you to some people who are trying to make it better. Here's one of them at a county supervisor's meeting in May. My name's Stephanie Hess. I'm the Mental Health Services Act Coordinator for Amador County Behavioral Health. That means she's in charge of the mental health dollars that Amador gets from the state. And today I'm here to ask you to grant our request to proclaim the month of May as Mental Health Awareness Month in Amador County. So we're focusing on strengthening social support networks, which research su suggests can contribute to a healthier, happier life. We're encouraging everyone to share their story about living with a mental health challenge and to um, just convey important messages around mental health in our community. I'll make a motion we approve a resolution approving May as Mental Health Awareness Month in Amador County. Second. All those in favor, please say aye. 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 This might not seem like a huge deal, but Hess says it's just the beginning of a whole bunch of programs meant to connect struggling people with the services they need. When folks hear messages from people like them, who have had experiences like them, they tend to accept the help more. I want people to not be afraid to ask for help. I want them to realize there's no shame in that. It's not just Amador. People all over the country are talking about suicide right now. 
rates have increased in nearly every state over the past two decades, and half of the states have seen them go up more than 30%, mostly in areas between the Midwest and the West Coast, like Oklahoma, Kansas, Arkansas, Montana, and Wyoming. And celebrity suicide deaths have brought that conversation to the forefront, even in the most out-of-reach places. Which brings us back to Amador, where residents hope the realization that suicide can happen to anyone will lead to a boost in resources. There's already help for people on the verge of suicide. The county's mobile crisis unit responds directly if someone is in immediate danger. They'll come in a van, and they'll try to de-escalate a situation. Then they'll try to find follow-up care. But County Supervisor Lynn Morgan says it's going to take a sea change to make prevention a top priority. Her own son died by suicide, and that's driven her to push the issue. But it's hard to build a safety net when there are so few resources to go around. The economic health of the county, meaning how many houses were being built, how many people were coming here. There aren't jobs here. There aren't opportunities. It's, um, you know, it's just not a productive place to be. One relatively low-cost approach? Training regular community members, church leaders, grocery store clerks, sports coaches, to identify suicide signs and know how to respond. It's sort of like first aid training for mental health. I talked to an activist in nearby Tuolumne County. He said they used their state mental health dollars to train about a thousand people over the last five years. Tuolumne is 16th in the state for suicide. Amador is third. That's why Stephanie Hess plans to spend Amador's pot of mental health money to offer these trainings more regularly. I went to one in August. This one was about kids, but there are workshops for adults, too. might deal with with a mental health crisis. We've talked about um, all of these things leading up to when do you actually know if your youth is in a crisis. Um, Sometimes with a panic attack, it can be really easy. So training is one approach. Another is getting people into safe spaces where they can talk about their issues before it gets to a breaking point. That's where the National Alliance on Mental Illness comes in. Weekly groups connecting people to others who understand what they're going through. There are sessions for family members, too. Andy Rodriguez and Terry Works run the small but active Amador chapter. Very good. Where do you want to go? Here? They've been married 48 years, and they're both retired. Andy was a letter carrier. Terry was a librarian. Terry gets me some tea before sitting down with Andy to do the crossword. Do you take it black? Do you want milk? Do you want sugar? They got involved with the support group about three years ago, not long after Andy tried to take his own life. What happened that day was I left my work where I was very happy. I always enjoyed going to work. I always had a good time, you know. But as I walked home, I just started feeling worse and worse. Not about anything. But this feeling just came over me. By the time I got home, I wanted it all to be over. He was diagnosed with bipolar disorder shortly after. Terry remains his support system and his cheerleader. In a small town, it's, it's hard to, to keep anything secret. It's hard to deal with stuff and not let anybody know. You know, so um, for a long time, we didn't say the suicide word, but I think we're even over that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just, you can't help other people until the point where you're willing to say, yeah, that happened to me too. Andy says that attempt feels like a very long time ago. He's on medication now and drives to Sacramento for regular treatments. 
He reads a lot of books, he goes bird watching, and he does the crossword. And then 46 down, editorial override. Stet. Stet. But like any mental illness, it never really goes away. You know, you have depression, cheer up. Well, you can't cheer up. It's, it's... <laughs> you aren't necessarily unhappy because of something that happened, something, something in your life. You just have the depression. It's like telling somebody with a cold to stop sniffling. So that's why their group is around, to give people something to lean on while they push through the muck. We're not alone. <laughs> and it's not your fault. And you're not going to be able to fix it, but you can make it better. The county recently passed a suicide prevention plan. It includes quarterly events for high-risk groups like youth and seniors. They're also launching free community trainings for anyone who wants to learn the warning signs for suicide and how to help. If you're thinking about suicide or know someone who is, call the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 1-800-273-8255.